Here we go. Commemorating the end of the week. <laughs> because it's back to work in full honesty. Fireworks, have a listen after. I actually have recorded some of this uh, from the spring after the uh, the Chunjie, uh, the spring gala last weekend. So have a listen for that. Coffee substitute, WTF. Why would you even have this unless protein? Imported goods, the market must be open again because uh, down the rabbit hole, if you want to look for something on Taobao, it's now there. Workouts are in, another 100 pull-ups, and wow, um, that was <laughs> quite the workout. And work is back on, no holidays for the next little while. Take care of yourself. Folks, Friday, January 27th, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. And it's pretty much the end of January. Can you believe it? It's the first month of January, and now we're done with holidays. Like, today was the last official day off. Tomorrow was a work day. Sunday is a work day for those who have to make up work. We work just about all the time. doesn't matter. Uh, there's always someone at the office doing something or wherever, whatever, at whatever time. I mean, during the day, during the week. We're going. So, and it doesn't look like we're going to have any more holidays until May. Maybe, is it April? When's the tomb sweeping, uh, Qingming? And then what's the other one? Is it, oh, there's the, the May Victory Day or whatever it is. Yeah, that one. So that's May. I think April is tomb uh, sweeping, isn't it? Somewhere around there. Uh, you know, so, what, February, March? Nothing going on. So, hope you can steal yourself and prepare yourself for the um, return to work that China is now undergoing. Fireworks. Okay, so I did record. Last week, I um, recorded a bunch. Uh, well, I recorded a couple clips of the uh, uh, fireworks that happened that you could hear within the city, uh, like from, from my apartment, you could hear the fireworks that were being set off outside of the city else there were a few within the city within the compound but these ones you could just you could hear how loud it was uh and compared to the last couple of years really loud and uh, it didn't go on for very long which i was kind of surprised and in the lead up to covid it would go on for hours into the morning like it was just a lot you wouldn't like you wouldn't be going to bed for another hour or two after spring festival uh sort of officially commenced i guess you would uh but uh so it was a little short about 15 or 20 minutes or so of um uh, fireworks after the uh, the gala um or as the gala was ending sort of thing because the gala ends at 12 30 a.m and people set off fireworks uh, around midnight or so for a couple minutes in there so yeah have a listen after and i you can listen to the fireworks that were going off at spring festival uh, i have uploaded a new another another track for january i was working on a couple of the others um and i checked in on that guy who actually started this whole idea jonathan mann he's the uh, sort of um, the originator of the song of the challenge he's been going on for 14 years now and 26 days or something like that it's just been insane the uh mm, pardon me how the amount of stuff that that guy's been able to crank out he has also turned his stuff into NFCs or NFTs. I'm not sure what the uh, difference... I didn't really look too much into it, but he's now started selling off each one of his creations. 
Uh, so and this guy, he, he does mostly guitar work, so he just sings a few songs, I guess, uh, he, he plays a few chords, and he sings some lyrics along with, uh, like, in all of his music, so he's not really doing a whole, like, he used to post, like, uh, sort of, not playlists, schedules, recommendations, uh, things that he would sort of be, want to work on, but his uh, primary focus has been uh, vocals and uh, guitar, basically. So, whereas uh, like I've I've found uh, myself being th- this year, especially for my my tracks uh, with December drumming last month uh, and January, a lot more electronic stuff, a lot less analog, and a lot more within the same sort of genre. And one of the reasons why that's happening. Is because I have been trying. I've been going through all of the instruments that I have um, in GarageBand and in Logic, and picking out the stuff that I've never used before. And so, if you if you hear something that's kind of like, oh, is he playing another synth track? Is he playing another one of these elongated meditation tracks? Oh my goodness! It's because I'm trying out different keys, uh, like different keyboards and stuff like that that I've never used before. And part of this challenge that I have with the December drumming and with the January Song of Day challenge is to develop that familiarity with the diffi- different uh, MIDI instruments at my disposal. All that being said, uh, this is also part of the reason why I don't really charge uh, for these uh, these tracks. Although, uh, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I have been looking at the Patreon uh, to uh, sort of set up something for the creative works in that way, because I think uh, it might be an idea. And I see other people doing it. Honestly, if, I, if you want to know a little secret, I don't feel entirely confident I actually feel, you know that imposter syndrome? It's a little bit of that. A little bit of a fear of success as well. And, and and the reason why is because if I put this stuff on there, then all of a sudden it becomes real. I become responsible for it. I almost become obligated to create good stuff, right? Here, if it's free, no one cares, right? So you can criticize the, the amount of People listening to the podcast or whatever, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, it's just me filling in my free time and basically trying not to drink so much anymore, right? That's what a lot, I'm not going to say that's the only reason, but those are some of the contributing factors to me doing these sorts of things, which is why I haven't monetized and I haven't been comfortable creating this stuff. I mean, it's no secret that I've been very weak in the melodic aspects of music creation. Now, that is changing, and that's very much thanks to these month-long projects where I spend the time sitting in front of this computer again and again and again and again, going through these instruments, tapping those keys, and making sure that I understand uh, not just the, uh, the instruments that are available to me, but how each one of them can be used to create that melody or those melodies. Because the melody can stretch across instruments. Uh, and the sound, the sounds can change, but the melodies can uh, stretch across instruments. And by that, I mean if you know how to create a chord, make a chord on a guitar or a bass or a piano or a synth or a set of strings, the idea is the same. Now, the sounds, the timbers might change, but the organization, the composition, that is where... I mean, if you suck, <laughs> that's going to sound bad no matter what instrument and no matter what program you're using. And that's basically what I've been working on for the last couple of years. So is it time to set up a, a Patreon account? Mm, I'm not convinced just yet. Maybe in time. It is an idea. 
but uh, not just yet. So, but uh, all that being said, there are some uh, new January tracks up. You can have a listen to that on Anchor.fm, Spotify as well, and then also ooh, I haven't updated my website yet. Oops. So, uh, but you can it, by the time you listen to this, my website stevensisco.com will have the uh, um, uh, the uh, the tracks up there. Oh, also. Uh, new videos up on my Steven Sersky podcast YouTube channel. So you can go over to YouTube and watch some of the early interviews that I did with people. Oh my goodness. If you want to, here's another little secret. If you want to know why it takes me a while to um, edit some of this stuff, I think one of the better reasons to have a team behind you, actually, not they don't even have to be behind you. They don't have to believe in what you're doing. They just have to do the work. And I say it like that because... You can hire someone who, I don't know, doesn't speak English to edit your video. Um, if they can know enough to sort of follow a, trans, uh, a transcript or, you know, work on the audio or just create clips, like random clips of whatever, then you, meaning me, don't have to go through those episodes again listening to the the cringy questions. Like, And I don't mean like they were, they were bad or rude. It was just like... the. You can see the evolution. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And it's kind of kind of funny to think back, to look back at those three years ago that um, people agreed to be on my podcast when I had no idea what I was doing. And I, I mean, I, I would argue I still don't really know what I'm doing, to tell you the truth. Uh, yeah. But uh, that's the grandest secret of them all, I guess you could say. But then when do you actually know? Um, and... I was looking at these Isotope, because uh, this is the mostly a software package I've uh, integrated into my workflow, and apparently this should make my life a lot easier. Like it, One of the problems with doing live recordings, like the, having people come over and uh, and record in the studio, is that then i got to fin- finagle with live sound recordings, and I'm not very good at it. I, I mean, I've been recording for years, but never with other people. Like, I don't record microphones with other people. I just, it's just me, right? And so, how to, how you make that sound good and so your ears don't get fatigued. Uh, so, not just the quality of the que- uh, the questions and the, the conversations, but the sound of the, the, the sound quality itself. Like, I mix these things on Powerbeats headphones, some of it. I, I sort of finalize my mix because they're terrible headphones and so if I can get it to sound decent enough where it doesn't hurt my ears on those headphones then it should be okay for most other people because I assume other people have better headphones than I do or worse and in that case it doesn't matter anyway right Uh, I mean I do use studio headphones to do sort of the uh, um, the uh, the more precise finaglings with the sweetenings with the, the audio tracks uh, but the final sort of mix is always done with a crappy pair of headphones just so I can take take a listen to the levels to make sure things are supposed to be things that are supposed to be coming through are coming through and then uh, one of the actual one of the other final mixes I do is through the MacBook itself and I put the the volume on four bars up so one two three four bars uh, and if I can hear it clearly at that level, I think the levels are okay. Uh, I haven't really used the level meter before, although I know I'm supposed to. But that's typically what I'm, I'm doing uh, with my mixing and the. Uh, I don't really do mastering, but that's that's how that's my process for uh, uh, finalizing these uh, podcasts. All right, uh, coffee substitute. Yeah, so this um, yeah, this came up because 
uh, talking to this guy at work, and he stopped drink, drinking coffee a while ago, uh, and he, he switched over to decaf, uh, I guess partially for health con- uh, issues, health concerns, and also because of, um, well, he was just dr- drinking it very late in the day as well, which, like, I, I stop at 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon if I have to, if I can. Uh, no, but not even if I can. I do. Like, I stop. Now, I was looking at this coffee substitute he sent me. It's from Whole... What is, what is it from? Let me check here. Whole Foods. Whole Earth. Whole Earth. And it is made with barley, malted barley, chicory, 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 rye, and figs. So, this thing has a bunch of carbs, obviously, uh, 5.5 grams of protein, of all things, and just a little bit of fat. So, I mean, it's a natural, I mean, they, they, they boast about it being natural and organic. It looks like coffee. It's a, a dark brown sort of powder, um, instant type organic no-caf coffee alternative. So, we'll see, we'll see, no caffeine as well. No caffeine. This is why this guy's drinking it. And I'm like, you know what? Let's try it. One of the things that I have found that towards the end of the day, like especially in the afternoon, um, three o'clock, four o'clock, that's when you get the hmm, getting a little thirsty. I don't want no more coffee. I want something bubbly, such as a beer. Right now, you know I've. Switched over more to non-alcoholic beers as of late. Uh, although, I mean, do, do I have lapses or do I just have returns to normal? Or what's the normal? Whatever. Anyway, I mean, I, I'm trying to more, have more non-alcoholic beers than alcoholic beers, right? Uh, and so what if I had non... Okay, I'm, I'm not going to give up coffee in the morning anytime soon. This much I know because I like the taste of coffee. I like, I look forward to my coffee in the morning. I really do. Now, if this stuff, once it arrives, I don't have it yet. It hasn't arrived. It's going to come here next week or so, February 5th. And so I'm going to try it out. It might be one of these these sort of beverages that you could have in the afternoon that sort of fakes your mind into thinking that it's having coffee. And so you can still be productive. Because I don't know about you, if, when you're drinking coffee, I've noticed when I'm drinking coffee, I'm a lot more productive then when I'm not drinking coffee, it's, it's part of the timings of the day. It's part of the, uh, I mean, is it is it just the timings of the day or is it the actual substance, like the liquids that I'm, I'm taking in, notably coffee and a bunch of water in the morning, right? So we'll see what this is like. I'll, I'll let you guys know once this thing comes in. I've only, I only bought one jar, but if this is any good, I mean, it might be a, a, a new edition, and it wasn't too expensive, 80 quai for 100 grams, I think it was, right? Something along those lines, uh, I don't see, nope, don't see it listed. Add mix if you like and sweeten if you fancy it. Well, we'll try black or bear or whatever it is. Um, yeah, okay, right on. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, but I'll let you know how it all goes once uh, this stuff comes in. Workouts, done and done. Uh, another one. So, uh, again, it was a late start today for uh, us, and I was like, well, I, I was sitting down, actually, I checked the email, and they're like, yeah, you, you don't have to start until 1130, I'm like, can I start earlier? And they're like, no. Like, okay, right. So, oh, pardon me, I'm sitting there at 9 o'clock, um, kind of ready to go, and I'm seeing this email say, you got another two and a half hours. 
All right, so uh, what do I do? Do I try to work on some of these other projects? Like, I don't really feel like I'm I'm into it sort of thing. Well, what else can I do? I can just go do my workout. I'm like, do I really want to just go shake up my brain with this, these workouts? I haven't eaten or anything like that. And I'm like sitting there going, hmm, all right. If you go do the workout, that means you don't have to think about it all day, which means you don't have to rush through your work, which means you can take your time and it'll just be a lot more relaxed because you do have two and a, two and a half hours um, you'll be able to get a lot done. Not only that, th- th- and this was after I finished my Chinese writing for the morning, because that's another thing I've, I've added to my routine in the morning. I, I, I do my morning walk, Chinese character review. I come back in 10 to 15 minutes. I write for uh, 15 minutes in Chinese, Chinese characters. This is practicing for that uh, HSK 5 test. And then after that, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, let's go do the workout. So I did four miles and I'll tell you, again, my miles were, at, it was 9.22, 9.30, and 9.30, or so, 9.40 or something that was the last mile. I don't know. These weights that have been that have been using on my legs to do some uh, strengthening of the hip flexors and stuff like that, I am surprised at just how much it has taken off my run, my the timing of my run. So I'm going to, I still haven't looked up other running exercises any uh, weight training for runners but i would be interested in knowing a little bit more about this because this this sounds fantastic again if i can get it down to a nine minute mile an eight minute 30 mile 845 i'll be happy with 845 as long as it didn't feel like i was dying or losing my breath and like gasping for air or something like that it would be kind of a uh, a good idea and then that way I could run things a lot faster and get done a lot faster. Hmm. Excuse me. So uh, then I came back in and I was thinking about this, about the uh, the whole Murph challenge that I do. So this Murph thing is like 100 pull-ups, uh, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats. Going, do I need to really challenge myself with the Murph? Do, do I have to do it that way? Or could I modify it with a different sort of focus and so the focus because again they don't run four miles before uh the challenge they only run one now they do warm up of course but they only run one mile before then they do the workout then they run another mile now i'm running four miles before this thing uh and then i'm coming in and i'm doing a, trying to do 100 pull-ups and so that's what i was doing i'm like well just take your time right you don't have to blitz through it I did manage to get it all done within 30 minutes, which I'm very happy about, uh, which again, I mean, it's another one of these things. Like If I can get my strength to the point where I'm able to get through that workout so it's not a mental strain, forget the physical strain, as long as it's not a mental strain. And the reason why it won't be a mental strain is because the body is able to take it, right? So if you, again, with these these weights on the on the legs, they're, they're buffing up the, the leg muscles so it's easier to run. So if it's only going to take me nine minutes to do a mile instead of 10, mentally, it's like, okay, well, if I ran four miles, it's only 36 minutes. Instead of if I ran four miles, it's going to take me 40 minutes and then, you know, delays and everything, right? It's that little bit of time. And believe me, that four minutes on the track, there's a big difference. There's a big difference. Same with the pull-up bars. There's a huge difference of, you know, being able to hit that 80 mark quicker even the 30 mark, the 30 mark is actually too little to tell you the truth. I'm going 30, I'm like, oh, I got another 70, go, ugh. And I was trying to do rounds of 10 today. That didn't work. <laughs> it worked the first two, 
No, I, I think I got through six or seven straight and I had dropped down and then I did another three or four after that. Uh, but uh, I got up to about 50 doing rounds of tens in that, in that manner. And then I did sixes and then I was down to like twos and fours, I think it was. It was lots. I, I lost count of the push-ups and I lost count of the air squats. Uh, but the pull-ups, I did 102 total. I did I, So I, I got to 80, which was the big thing. And then I got to 100. I'm like, well, you got to do two more just just to make sure sort of thing. Like maybe maybe some of the, 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 the reps didn't count. So got that all done. And then after all that, with uh, since I was able to sit down, leisurely do my work, was able to recuperate quite well. After work, again, did my uh, nice and slow workout. But this time... So after work, I was like, well, I don't really run after work anymore because like, I just don't want to get all sweaty and everything. I'm like, well, what if? What if instead I wore these ankle weights and my weight vest and just went for a walk? So I did. Apparently, it gets your heart rate up too. Uh, I mean, it, it's. I think the the watch was miscalculated. I have this little Xiaomi smart band or sport band. I don't think it was accurate in calculating what my heart rate was because my heart rate seemed very high for how leisurely I was walking. And the, I guess my concern is like, how can my heart rate be very high but my breathing be very mellow sort of thing, right? That that That's the dichotomy that I'm sort of considering when like I, I think this watch is not calculating something correctly. But anyway, as, and also looking at the watch... It's saying I'm burning like 400, 500 calories. A 44-minute walk with 2 kilos on each leg plus 8 kilo vest. And I should probably up that vest because it did feel a bit light today. So, um, but which, which is also a good thing. It's an improvement. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, again, it was walking very slow. It was very hard to walk with that. <laughs> it was a little bit awkward, to tell you the truth. And a few people saw, but most, I mean, there's so many weird things. So so many weird things going on in this city anyway. No one's paying attention to me. It's like, whatever. Just some foreigners wearing ankle weights. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> or are those big socks? Yeah, they're big socks. Let's go with that. All right. Work is back on and no more holidays for the next little while. So take care of yourself out there. Um, we are getting into, uh, it's going to be spring. The weather's going to be getting nicer. It's going to be cold for another couple more weeks. Uh, and then about a month, three weeks, three, four weeks, it's going to be sweater weather for one month. And then it's going to be blistering hot in uh, in, uh, in in Beijing. So, or it's going to be getting blistering hot. It's gonna, you can't wear a sweater anymore in like, what, April, May? May, you're not wearing sweaters anymore. You're wearing t-shirts and going, oh, goodness. It's getting hot. <laughs> Take care of yourself out there. Um, do something you like. Uh, and don't stress about it. And by that, I mean um, keep things in perspective, your, your goals, your aims, your current abilities. This this message is coming on the uh, – uh, is following in that I just heard another guy was leaving the company again, uh, leaving the employ. Uh, and I'm not sure – I didn't go to his going away party. I do almost feel bad about that, but I did have other things arranged already. And I didn't find out about it until yesterday late. So – uh, not too much I could do about that, uh, but uh, make sure you're able to keep that all in, in mind, get some sleep, and don't be afraid to nap during the day for 10 minutes, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it improves your life, improves your day, it also takes the pressure off of getting a good night's sleep, which all is still important, but that way, if you know you can have a 10 minute nap, and you allocate that time for nap time during the day, 
that way if you only get five hours or six hours, you're going, well, I can power, I, I can sleep for five hours, power through the morning, have a 10-minute nap, and I'll be good to go for another three hours in the afternoon. By that, After that, you're done work anyway. You wind down and you, you just make sure you go to bed a little bit early the next day and the next night, right? Don't, uh, I'd also suggest if you can, get your runs in, um, do weighted walks instead, even if it's just for 20 minutes. Get up and move. You got to move. Do your stretches as well. Eat your deep greens. And this is something I think um, as the, the borders are opening again, you know, as expats, it is uh, it is sort of a privilege to be here. I think uh, we uh, often forget that and we take it for granted. And I don't know about you, but one of the things that happens every year as an expat, especially since I have an annual contract and every year I got to renew my visa, it's one of these things where it's like, this could be the last time I see this. This could be the last time I ever go there or see them. And I'm not talking like fatalistic. I'm just talking they might leave. They might take off. They might go to another company. They might go to another city. Uh, I'm, I might switch jobs. I might decide in six months I'm tired of all the, the, uh, the micromanagement or something and want something different. Or just take six months off and I'll leave the country, right? Mm, hint, hint. <laughs> something along those lines, right? So it's, you do not get that when you are living in your hometown. I know this because I lived in my hometown for years. Everybody was the same. Like no one, there was no one really moving anywhere. Very, it, it was like glacially slow if someone was ever going to move somewhere. But as an expat, we live it. It's constant. People are coming and going all the time. And the, this last few months, especially that turnover has been even greater. And it's been more out the... <laughs> Ex- expatriating expats or repatriating expats rather than them uh, patriating, <laughs> inpatriating. What's the opposite of expat? An inpat, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. So uh, make sure you do take care of yourself out there and uh, uh, that you can take advantage of some of the other things that are out there of your time. Make sure you're using your time well and not just working all the time, even though a lot of us expats did shift locations for the money <laughs> and uh, that's why we're here and if we're not making money we're kind of like then why am I here well lockdowns are over now why are you here keep that in mind folks I will leave it there show notes and tracks up on my website stevenstrasky.com thanks for listening I appreciate it have a great weekend stay safe out there eat your greens eat your broccolis get your runs in and we'll talk again bye bye